Welcome to the Life Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go! Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm June Colson, here with my good friend, Michelle, with one L Van Dusen. Michelle, what has got you giggled already? What are we giggling about? It's been a while since I've watched that intro, and I realized we need to update it somehow. We need yeah, somebody so. to help us to update it, because it's it's ridiculously just, we need help. That's all I'm saying. It's, I don't know. It it's makes classic. It's classic. People <laughs> like the throwbacks. You know what I mean? They like to. They like to do. It. Okay, so they. We just recently had homecoming at um at my high school. My in my son plays football where I went to high school at, and on homecoming, the cheerleaders wear uniforms from like decades past. So like several years ago, one of the cheerleading coaches uh, was a cheerleader at East and knew like a bunch of people. Um, that formerly cheered. And so she talked people into donating their uniforms. So that is like my favorite, you know, I mean, my kid <laughs> plays football. I'm supposed to be paying attention to that. And like, No, you can't have my uniform. I'm wearing it. I'm going to come <laughs> dressed in my uniform. Ready? Yes. Let's go. Yes. Go T-R-E. Wait, is that high school Trey, right? Is that the one that's playing? It's, I have no idea. It's T-R-E-Y. So T-R-E-Y. my son Trey, <laughs> his two best friends are Trey. So we have T-R-E-Y, T-R-A-Y, and T-R-E. So yeah, we have the triple trays that are at my house. So I just have to be like, triple tray, get in the car, let's go. But <laughs> but but they do, they wear the uniforms and, um, and the girls just think it's so fun and so cool to be wearing the old lady uniform uniforms and I'm like I'm that so was my so. uniform why does it smell like mothballs yes oh my gosh isn't that the worst there's zero way well there's yes. only one way I do I have do you want to know my tip for getting rid of that mothball smell uh yes that would be great okay it's one simple thing a lighter <laughs> just you gotta burn them you gotta catch them on fire because you can't get that smell out and it's not one of those nostalgic smells you know like like my grandma's house and just you know a grandma's Mm -hmm. house just has a a certain you know whatever the cooking and the spices that they used and her perfume and you know those kind of things they're the mothballs they they have no like nostalgic smell and if you if you wash something with the mothballs everything in your washing machine ends up smelling like it. So it doesn't get it out of the clothes. It just spreads. Yeah. Oh, it's so awful. I use essential oils to take care of my Oh my Lord. Okay. Are we doing a commercial here, Michelle Van Dusen? (laughs) Come on. Okay. And enter eye roll. (laughs) Okay. So my, my mother-in-law, she had those oils and they're, they're one of those people. They're really awesome people, but they're always just kind of paying attention to what people are doing, what's going on. And I came to their house one day and they had one of the essential oil people's got them. You know what I mean? They like, they like, they put the net out and just reeled them in. And so she had a whole tray where she bought all of them. And my husband was sitting at the table, eating a piece of apple pie. And he goes, man, my neck is killing me. And the next thing you know, she comes over and just smacks him on the back of the neck and starts rubbing this junk on his head. And he's like, what? Mom, stop. What are you doing? 
And then she goes, oops, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't rub your eyes. <laughs> you don't want to rub your eyes. Well, I'll tell you what's not the wrong one. We got the right one today, don't you think, Michelle? Yes, yes, we, we do. do. Our guest today is pretty amazing, so I'm going to let you introduce her. Who we got on the show today, Michelle Van Dusen? Okay, so can you still hear me? I can so still today, hear you. <laughs> we have Jennifer O'Brien. She's a comedian based out of Atlanta. Jennifer's the creator of The Real Housewives of the Quarantine. It happened to be a comedy web series where Jennifer plays oh six gosh. different comedic characters navigating through a global pandemic. Let's welcome to Laugh Support, Jennifer O'Brien. Yay. Exciting to okay, be here with like you ladies. Oh, jazz no. hats. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at you representing with a mask. I'm so proud. I'll Venmo oh you the, the difference later on. Thanks for the free advertising there. That was nice. Wow. I had no yeah. idea, June, how... Um, Maybe you need to get some therapy about the mothballs. There sounds like there's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on in there. Yeah. So you've had some uh, run-ins with a mothball. I'm yeah, I used to do I used to do videos of like this is not how you do it. <laughs> like that was my mine wasn't that you know DIY. It was like don't do it like that. Like <laughs> just not to do do not wash clothes yeah. that have the smell of mothballs with other clothes. I didn't know that. And it's yeah. so funny. You you guys are right. There's you never smell a mothball. And you're like. Mm. So cozy. It's like <laughs> get away and stay away from me. Like, do not let that infect me because you're right. Oh it's goodness. I love it. That the only way to get rid, burn it. And, and you know, on laugh support, you never know what we're gonna talk about. I mean, it's all things comedy, and nothing says comedy more than a conversation about mothballs. You know yes. what I'm saying? That's why yeah. people tune into the show, is it they want to hear about the mothballs. It's your tips, it's your life hacks. Yep. It is. You, did it you is. know that um it's very hard now to find a mothball? Um, because apparently uh, the controversy is it oh. is the cure for COVID. What? what? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's oh my gosh. about three or four right before bed. <laughs> Heals it through the night. You just got us canceled. <laughs> Do not follow any of Michelle's medical advice. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever follow her medical advice because one time she uh -oh. told, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, let me read this <laughs> disclaimer uh, from our lawyer. Uh, if you're listening to Laugh Support, uh, June and Michelle and any of their guests represented um, are not responsible if you choose to use mothballs, comedy, okay. or essential oils to cure COVID. This is for entertainment purposes only. You're, you're already right. going to be flagged. You've already you're said welcome. COVID in the podcast. This she did. She did. Okay. You know, let's end it now. Disclaimer. Well, no, I say, I say, let's just go wild then. Oh, <laughs> no, well, don't end it. Hey, we just got over COVID. We did the ivermectin over here. So did you? Yeah, that's the, what I've got CNN calls it the deworming. Yes. Run away from it, but eh, it works. Yeah. How many I've horses got did you have to buy for that? Just three. Just three. <laughs> just three. I have friends. I have friends who did that too. So yeah. So, you know, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I, I, um, my, my husband thought I had a kidney infection. Uh -oh. So yeah. So he, uh, he came in and he's like, I read on the internet, if you drink apple cider, uh, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, 
and yeah. he made me drink a Ugh. glass of apple cider vinegar. He was like, oh, wait, try this. It's pure, not like watered down. Oh yeah, no, just a straight up brought it. But I was so sick. I didn't know I had COVID, oh. but I have kidney stones and I do get sick like that. So oh. I, he thought maybe that's what was happening. But I tell you what, like two and a half weeks later, when I healed from COVID, I had this, they talk about the COVID fog in your brain or yeah. whatever. So about two and yeah. a half weeks later, we're sitting at breakfast and I went, <laughs> you know what I mean? Apple cider vinegar. <laughs> you and he was like i was hoping you forgot about that he was just making up for your mom rubbing the oils on his neck he was just getting so. you back i get so. back wait back. okay because i'm a big fan of apple cider vinegar so slow down yes. for a minute when you say like are you talking like a glass i'm talking a coffee cup yeah i'm but talking like straight this, like yes dude, dude yes. just straight okay just that's, straight. that is wow. insane you probably already lost your sense of taste and smell and had no idea. Like, no, no, I no. Know. I wasn't fortunate enough to have done that yet. No, oh, I smelled and tasted it. every oh. single, yeah, every single sip of that. I, I don't to, either. I, June is a strong woman. That's all I'm going to say. Like, she's super strong. I you am know, super if, strong. Yeah. If you're able to swallow that and keep it down, come on. Mm. She had COVID. She couldn't. I mean, you know what? You what if you just did your body the biggest favor, like mm. accidentally discovered this miracle cure? Which I don't know. Gargling with it, I've heard during COVID actually helps kill off the stuff in the throat, and then you. Should oh yeah. Think. There's so much. Like I was inundated with so many home remedies. I don't know how you fought it, but it um, got a little overwhelming. Quite oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was messaging me all their um, ideas of, you know, mm -hmm. what I should do and, mm -hmm. and all of those things. But no, the apple cider vinegar definitely didn't cure it. Um, I came out of that haze two and a half weeks later. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So Jennifer O'Brien, you are on laugh support and um, we know that. Okay. So people tried to be health support for us, but we're talking yes. about laugh support here laugh today. Support. So you've been doing comedy for a little while a few minutes now how long how long is that um i started doing stand-up comedy back in the late 90s when i was about 22 years old is when i first started 22 23 and okay. um you know I'm, you know now i'm a little older but uh yeah it's it's been a minute so okay. so when you think back 20 you know, however many years ago that was. Um, we're not doing math and we're not asking ages. I'm doing math today. I don't really care. I'm 46, 23 years. Uh, I'm 46 too. Ah! Oh my gosh, Michelle, how old are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm older than both of you put together. Uh -oh. well, we just we just had a birthday episode. She needs some support. Yeah, we just yeah. had a birthday episode, and Michelle is all like, "I'm like, I don't have my birthday on Facebook, so I don't want all that drama of people like, you know, happy birthday, Michelle, happy birthday." However, when we recorded her birthday podcast, she comes on, and there's a banner behind her, "Happy birthday, Michelle!" <laughs> like to herself. Go so, big, go know, home. Yeah, mm -hmm. so she doesn't mind talking about birthdays, but when you think back to that when you first. 50 banner just yeah oh, it was oh, that was a big so, one yeah no that was that but that wasn't that was, this year that was oh, years no, past it was, so it was recycled she just keeps using the 50-ish banner but okay so you think back to when you first started doing comedy mm -hmm. 
was there somebody that and and it, you know we're not here to be like oh you got to name every single person and someone get their feelings hurt because comedians they're not sensitive at all about stuff like that oh no we're mm -hmm. just tough as nails aren't we yeah but when you think about <laughs> when you first started doing comedy and you were mm -hmm. kind of brand new into the game as you started that journey was there anybody mm -hmm. that you can think of that kind of stepped up and, and and was supportive to you and helped you begin that journey into comedy um, well, I, ooh, I'm, I'm on my is. own. I'm <laughs> on my own now. Okay. I have so much to say. Um, uh, no, uh, let's see. I, I was one of those people that I don't know what possessed me to do this, but I opened the phone book. This is back with phone books. I'm dating myself, but I took a comedy workshop back in uh, late nineties. And there is a guy here, Jeff justice. He's a stand-up comedian and he's been doing it since then, so 23 plus years, and he had been doing it for a while uh, when I took the course. And um, I think that really just kind of saved me a lot of time of figuring out how to write, how to put jokes together. Um, so from that there, I know Jeff helped me get on a show. And from that point, you just, once you kind of get into, you know, getting on shows, um, I just started getting on different shows all around Atlanta. Um, I was a single mom when I started stand up. So mm -hmm. um, that was kind of one thing that in, in a way it was a blessing. Uh, it probably protected me from a lot of stuff that I, I could have gotten into. But mm -hmm. in another way, it, it definitely hindered how far I was going to be able to kind of take take the whole stand up. Um, so, you know, I, I look back now. I mean, for the first couple of years uh, when I first started in stand up, I just enjoyed showing up at clubs. Now I'm was, I was so young at it that I would, it was almost like a miserable experience every time I took the stage. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't eat for the whole day. Like it was like when it was over, I was like, Oh, thank God that nightmare is over until I would do it again. Like, I don't, why would I even do it? I was so miserable, but I, I loved it at the same time. I can't explain that. Um, it's not like that anymore. Thank God. I probably wouldn't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just fun. It was, I was a single mom. I didn't finish college, I always say. And stand up kind of became something that I was able to work at, but still be a mom and still be, mm. you know, available, uh, but not have to go back to school, which I hated anyway. So, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely just something I enjoyed in my early twenties and then, you know, life happens. And then I, um, <clears throat> I ended up getting married. Um, and then I had another daughter and, you know, that just kind of takes you out of the scene for a while. I would pop in and do little pop-up shows here and there just to make myself miserable. Um, because, <laughs> and my husband too now, cause you know, I, I was, I, I would say probably for the first 10 years in comedy, I, I don't think I ever really enjoyed it too much except, mm. except afterwards when people are like, Oh, you're so funny. And I'd be like, Oh, thank y'all. Um, <laughs> I was miserable for the last three weeks thinking about this show, yes. but thank y'all. So <clears throat> anyway, I just, I, I can't say that I, I stayed consistent at it. Um, you know, a lot of people out there just go full time and, and stay that way. So I've been one of those like in and out kind of hopscotch with my stand up, And um, I would say it's been more in the last six, seven years that I kind of 
stumbled upon CCA, the Christian Comedy Association, where I've met you two wonderful, mm -hmm. talented, funny ladies, and kind of got a bigger vision. I'm like, oh, wait, look at all these people out here doing stand up and they're doing it at churches and it's, you know, they're, they're Christians and they're having a good time. And I kind of got a different vision to how to really approach it versus just, um, which I don't mind doing secular arenas and all that, but um, I definitely have been able to kind of expand that and um, kind of seeing um, just the possibilities of not only just being funny on stage, but being able to share a little testimony or a little what God's done mm -hmm. for me in such a, such it's something I didn't know I could, I could be so fulfilled in doing. Ooh, yeah. So um, mm. I don't know. That's kind of probably a little, <laughs> that was a long answer to a <laughs> Well, I totally, I totally get that Michelle. So, so she said that she had that like miserable feeling going into shows. Did you, did you experience that when you first started comedy? I still do. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and, and I'm not sure if it's the, you know, is the agita or the apprehension, but once you start thinking about, okay, I just need to have fun. If you don't have mm -hmm. fun, then your audience doesn't have fun. So mm -hmm. that's a, yeah, well, so I, I was like that too, though. Like I, like uh, Jennifer, I mean, I, it, it was, I, I remember going, God, when is this going to be fun? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really like this. Like every time I would get on stage, I would think, yeah, and I'll really like this when I'm, when I'm no longer terrified of this. Right. I think you should always have a little bit of nerve. Yeah. I think you should sure. always, you know, because it shows you care and mm -hmm. you're serious about what you're doing. But even I did a show this last weekend and it was a, a luncheon. And they sat down, you know, I want to be respectful to the people who have invited me there. And, but they sat down this big plate in front of me that had fried chicken and mashed mm. potatoes and there was pie and all of this mm. stuff. And I'm like, I, I still can't eat. I okay. still cannot eat before a show, you know? So anyway, the lady beside me, she was like, I'll protect it for you. Okay. So she, and then she just took a napkin out and laid it right on top she of that. Made, she made sure nobody, <laughs> nobody messed with it. But yeah, it is like. Take care of the flies. It, it, it is. You wonder like, why do I keep torturing myself with this? But there mm -hmm. is, there is just something mm -hmm. that man, if you're meant to be doing that, it, it draws you in. But now you said you've been in and out in different phases of your life. So does, mm -hmm. so does that mean I would think that you would have different sets and different material? Cause now mm -hmm. you're kind of a different person from sure. single mom to mom of teenager to, you know, mm -hmm. newlywed and married. So kind of what did that dynamic look like? Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, I've always been writing. Even when I wasn't on stage, I was always writing. So I think um, I I have 20 plus years of material. I have big crates of just stuff that I've written over the years. And um, there's only a handful of jokes that I still do from mm -hmm. my early years. Um, but yeah, some of it, it, it's kind of fun to go back and 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 a lot of times I just have tons of set lists. So I'll just have the, I'll just have like one word and I would have known at the time right. what that means, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't remember what that one was about. So it, a lot of it, I don't remember. And then I didn't record, like this was back in the late nineties. I mean, right. I didn't record every set. I, you know, it's just so, so much of that was, just, you know, what, I don't even know. Well, you would have had to. You would have had to to come in with one of those big uh, video cameras that had the cassette, and then you would have been tethered with the extension cord to the wall. <laughs> That's my dog. 
<laughs> Jennifer, this is the first time we've ever had someone murdered on life support. <laughs> Michelle, that's not a dog. She's lying. First that of all, this is concerning. Loud. Okay, so everyone needs to watch this if they're just listening. She's in a basement. There's a brick wall behind her. And now all of a sudden they're screaming. Are you? Okay, look, Jennifer, don't listen. Don't say anything. I need you to blink three times if you need help. Because, we, oh no, she's gone. She's gone. And I'm back. And I'm back. Okay. That was Listen. the most frightening sound of a dog I've ever heard in my life. Listen. I thought, what happened to our sound? I have PTSD because of this dog. And I'm and when I well, for many reasons, but the dog doesn't help. I mean, he also contributes to my PTSD. Yes, do you hear this? So you yes, get yeah. Yeah, we a hear mini this. glimpse into my life and why I have so much dog material. And when people <laughs> are like afterwards, they're like, oh, I didn't understand. I was doing like a an older community of people and I was doing jokes and my my closing stuff is up all I was like how you guys uh, do you guys have fur babies here and one of the ladies like it's all we've got left and I was like oh, oh god <laughs> well, uh, sorry like I got I got the whole idea that they really love their fur babies and I'm like well I'm about to blast my dog so Hopefully, oh no like, that's all the material I got left so Unfortunately, you guys got to sit through it, but <clears throat> I'm sorry, this dog is crazy annoying and um, it's, it's been a challenge. It's this, this is my life with the dog. Well, now you people need now. to, people need to check out your comedy because we've now heard the dog. <laughs> and we'll hear more about the dog. Okay. So, so I, we talked about, so you how had, long we got, we could talk about the dog all day. How long uh, we yeah. Where we did you put the dog. That's what I'm curious. About I literally now. just put him out of the room. Like I'm in my office now. His kennels in here. God bless him. He's, where do we, I begin with him? He's just doing this. I asked my old youngest, I don't even think she heard me. I'm like, take care of the dog. And I shut the door. Oh, here's why our neighbors walking the dog across the street that attacked yeah. my dog. Oh, attacked my dog two years oh, ago. It's been no. a living nightmare. God, I listen, you guys. So your dog needs a therapy dog or a therapy cat to help. We, okay. We got a therapy cat. Charlie is in the mix. Okay. Stress I'm looking away. at him. He's calmly sitting on my husband's chair right now, looking at me like what's happening. It's like I brought a, another animal into this chaos. I apologize to the cat every day that I brought him in, but he's the therapy cat for us to calm us down because the dog has got us all like this. Oh, I know. Well, have you tried drugging your dog? Because I yeah, drug yeah, my dog. I do give him. Yeah, Rhonda Corey uses quiet moments for her dog. I just straight up. My dog gets hemp. He has hemp chews. Just straight up hemp chews. I mean, they're you know they're made for dogs, but like he 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 is that nervous dog, and he does yes. bark at stuff and gets yes. okay. So just yesterday, I was in a ketchup costume because that's what I do. <laughs> And I was I was running around my yard, actually toilet papering a tree for a comedy thing. Um, and my dog didn't know that I was out there in the ketchup costume. And my son opened the door and Reggie came running around the corner and saw me in the ketchup costume. And he was like, hur, hur. He's supposed to be our protector. He's, oh, no. He's this huge. a security cat. Forget yeah. it. He's all bark. No bite. He's rah, rah, and he will do nothing if, yeah. if danger was truly lurking. Forget it. Yeah. You're on your own. The cat maybe would help us. 
Well, we, we, we talked about, okay. So we talked about support at the beginning. We, uh, we talked about the life support that you had in in the form of taking a class. And I don't know, Michelle, if we've talked about this, we need to kind of go back and look and see, because there is this debate about, do you need to take a class? You know, some people are like, Oh, if you're funny, you're funny and no one can teach funny and you know, whatever. And, um, I'm a, I, yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely a uh, a huge fan of comedy classes. Obviously, you want to you know take a good one and from someone mm-hmm. with a good reputation. That's the problem right there. Yeah, How do you find a good comedy class to take. Yeah, in your area like that. Yeah. That, that that's the key. I, you know, I, and I, I think there's a truth. If you're funny, you're funny. I mean, nobody can yes. really teach that. And yes. that's, there's an absolutely true statement to that. However, hey. If you if it's there and you can afford it, 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 it can save you a lot of time and energy. And of course, everyone b- buys the comedy Bible, Judy um, Carter. Carter. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Like I bought all the books that you're yes. supposed to buy, you know, early on. And then I'll tell you, Rick Roberts has uh yes. Tool of Laughs. And somebody yeah. gifted me that uh, about nice. six, five years ago. I was at a conference and he called me up or texted me and said, someone saw you write. Cause he was up there and I was just writing notes. I mean, and I took a refresher course. Like there is nothing wrong to like continue to hone your writing skills. I mean, it, it only can help you, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's just, you get better and better if you want to work. At well, it. and I think it, it knocks that learning yeah. curve down, you know, just certain things that you don't think about and the fiddling with the microphone and setting the stand behind you and just some things, just some basic stuff sure. or the, you know, the easy, like things that you, yeah, so you don't, shaking. yes. Yeah. <laughs> that you don't necessarily have to learn the hard way. If you can yeah. knock out some of that stuff by a veteran who's been doing comedy for a long time. Yeah. I think that's great. So, so have you had an opportunity, Michelle and I, our, our relationship, our friendship originated in laugh support. She was someone who was very supportive mm-hmm. of me when I first started comedy and, it don't do and, that. and, and yeah. And telling me not to do things basically. She's just like, <laughs> stop, do it, stop it. You know, no, I hated it when she, that. you know, in the movies where the, where the, like in the forties where the woman's like, ah, and Michelle would just <laughs> smack me. She would just smack me right across the face. And Always with a smack of the lady's face. But first I had to like bend down, come closer. Yes. yes. And then yes. I had to smack up high because, you know, she's so tall. She's a giant. This is true. This is true. But have you, so Jen, have you had an opportunity? Has, you know, has anybody been kind of placed in your path that you've been able to be supportive of or or, uh, you know, to help maybe break their learning curve down on a little bit? You know, I, I wish I could say, yes, I'm such a great, you know, I I can't say that, oh, yeah, I have all these students under me and I'm just teaching and, and just, I wish. I don't. I mean, I, I think I latch on to a few folks that were kind of maybe pacing it similar mm-hmm. and um, glean from them and, 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 you know, as, as we have those deeper conversations through just phone talks or if we're at a conference, I think that's where I, I tend to, um, you know, connect, but I, I can't say that like, I'm, I'm out here teaching 20 year olds how to do this. I I'm still, I, there's a part of me that the more, the longer I'm a comedian, the more I'm still learning. I'm still like, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm, you're, you're constantly reinventing or changing gears or like, oh, wait, now we're virtual. Okay. Let's get some lights. Let's Mm -hmm. get a microphone. Like it's a constant, like even through the pandemic, it's been like, okay, well, I don't have the career set up that I'm booking so much out here. 
So I'm going to focus a little more on what I could do in my house until things for me get more busier out there. So it's yeah. for me, it's been a constant kind of rolling with what I got, um, figuring it out. But I definitely feel like the the best the, the best relationships I have in comedy are the ones that I feel like even though that, that we're just working it just other comedians yeah. that are really trying to get out there and just work it. I, I tend to have the better relationships with them and, and yeah, just try to throw a phone call out or a text to, Hey, how's it going? It can mean a lot to comedians. I, it can yes. be very isolating you, what we do. Cause we just, mm -hmm. we kind of, I know for me, I'll speak for me. I, I just put my nose in, you know, down and I'm in it and I'm writing and I'm doing this and I'm okay. I'm, or I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the next thing to do or write or whatever that sometimes I can kind of get like, oh man, have I talked to any comedians this week or have I, you know, so it yeah. means a lot. I think when I try to be instead of like, oh, who texted me? Who's call me? It's like, well, maybe I should call somebody or text or just oh, check yeah. in with this. So, you know, part of that, I, I have to fight probably more. I don't know. I, I see a lot of people out there like you guys, uh, Michelle, you're, you're so good about popping on lives and encouraging oh, people yeah. and just kind yeah, of really is. fanning into the flame. I can't say that that's my biggest strength. I think sometimes my, my weakness is that I forget to make sure I'm, I'm supporting other comedians. So something I have to work at. Definitely. Well, I think a lot of times, like when we ask laugh support, you kind of think of that mentorship. Oh, have I mentored someone? Am I teaching people? But the, it comes in so many different forms. Like, you know, Michelle, uh, Jennifer and I were just recently at a conference in Virginia together. And I, and I remember telling Jennifer, because I truly felt this, I was like, you're that person who's in the room that... Um, that just allows people to be themselves, mm. to be creative, to have a good time. I said, she's like that friend that, you know, when you're little and you wanted to play pretend and you had this crazy idea in your head and you're like, we're going to go out in the woods and we're going to pretend that, you know, that, you know, whatever. And, and we're going to build a tent and we're going to do this and that. And Jennifer is like, okay, I got my gear, you know, like she's yeah. in, she's there. And that's supportive. That's laugh support. When you can be around somebody, you know, she is the type who, who, you know, when I was on stage was taking the picture or like praying over me before I got ready to, cause I competed at this mm -hmm. thing, you know, mm -hmm. and that's laugh support. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that you're mentoring someone or you're somebody's Yoda, you know, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just <laughs> that you're, that you're there for, for people and, and, you know, that you're open to them. Jennifer even picked up, um, a daughter. Uh, she may have, uh, my you know, comedy daughter. <laughs> she got a daughter okay. while we were there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's, that's laugh support. That was just somebody else there. And by the end, it was a, a relationship and a friendship and they had a good time together. Probably one of my favorite memories of that. Um, I believe it was, um, is it Tracy Curtis Chapman? Was it fast car? Yes. You and I, where were we? We were uh, at the cheesecake, cheesecake factory. Cheesecake factory. And we both realized that that was our jam. Yeah, and we, and we just, sung it, and we, we weren't ashamed. Proud and um, loud. What what song is this? Fast Car, Tracy. Yeah, you'll have to Google it because Michelle doesn't listen to devil music. If it's not oh. Christian music, she's like, "I'm sorry, I never listened to that heathen music." June, she if doesn't know my reference. I don't know who it is. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I, like I, I know the words, but then I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I need to hear it. I need to hear it. And it's and not I, like we were respectful of the conversations around us. We were literally. I remember when we were driving, driving, driving in your, in your car. Car. It's a fast. Yes. 
like that guy was drunk and I never knew. Those I girls think shouldn't it... eat so much cheesecake. Look at that. The sugar's <laughs> yeah, affecting them. Yeah. I don't know about this. You know, those are the times I think I've, I've learned to cherish the most. And even stuff like this, just kind of popping on here, having these moments through podcasts because, you know, 2020 just turned it all upside down. So we're yeah. all connecting a lot more like this. But um, it's like this. It's, it's, it's those moments when we're together doing conferences and going out to eat and the car rides and the yeah. just the moments like those things I cherish. Like, like when I started in my 20s, it was just me showing up with all the other open micers. And, you know, I had a little crew. We had a little crew going. And it was great. I mean, I could, as much as I could contribute as a single mom, I did. I mean, usually there was no texting back then, like, you know, phone calls. It, it was just a different way to communicate. Um, but I so appreciate the support I have now. And um, I, I definitely didn't have that early on. Um, but then again, I mean, I think it's a different, you're, it's comedy's different in your 20s for me than it is in my 40s, for sure. Like mm -hmm. in my 20s, I was just like, so in my own space and and that's something i've had to evolve into is uh but i appreciate the relationships and the fellowship that that i've uh, been able to have with, well, we we appreciate yeah. the relationship that we've had with you and been able to watch Michelle with her real lives of the quarantine mask. And, yes. um, and it's just been so fun Best to have you on here today. There it is. Ever. Yes. So how so tell us real quick, um, Jennifer, how people can can find the real lives or the real housewives of a quarantine and how they can find you on social media and and just catch up with Jennifer O'Brien. Yep. So I, the best place I always say, and it look, it just popped up. Look how uh, She's so good. you ladies are. Okay. Yeah. JenniferO'BrienComedy.com is my website. So if you go there, it has links to all my social media sites and um, you can watch videos or whatever you want, whatever you want to follow. Um, it's there. And uh, I just did, I have the Jennifer O'Brien podcast now. And I just yes. did an interview with the Real Housewives of the Quarantine. It's been about a year. So they came on and kind of gave us a little update on where they've been at. So if you want to check that out. Um, oh, that's now that's the one thing I don't have linked on my website is my mm. podcast. Uh, anyway, note to self. But um, I do mm. a video form. So it's on YouTube. Just And you want to watch that show anyway. You don't want to listen yes. to that one. You'd rather yes. watch that. So just go to YouTube and you can watch it. And um, yeah. So that's, that's how you find me. Awesome. Jennifer, thanks so much for being on here today. It's been a great show, hasn't it, Michelle? Yes. Yes, it has. Um, now, June, as we close, did you pick a closing thing for Jennifer to say? Uh, and gosh, Michelle, see, we used to do this. We used to do this. And and let me tell you, I always say Jesus and Junebug loves you. And I wanted Michelle to have something to say, Jennifer. And I gave her something. Will you tell her? Will you tell her what it, it was, is? It uh, was little Michelle and uh, what is it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Drives me insane. It's <laughs> little, little Michelle and the Messiah want you to take it higher. Yeah, I, ah. I would do this. You think that's good? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I need something. Um, yeah. Something yeah. Else. I don't I know. I'm just like that. hugs and love. You know, like that's what I want to say. Hugs and love. And hugs she's and like, love. no, no. You got to. I'm like, I, I'm not a rapper. I thought it was so. a little gangsta. It was a little gangsta. gangsta. So, so. um, Whenever you can say Lil, you've got gangsta. So, down. I think. Mm -hmm. 
I think it could be like Jennifer and God say, what's up, dog? Okay. <laughs> just what? Just to see your dog. Flip it. See, God and dog, you flip the letters. Flip it. Flip it. Jesus. You put me on the spot, Michelle. You Jennifer get what you get. Oh, God my goodness. I don't, I don't do improv for this reason. I got to have time to think. Okay. I got to have time to think. All right. Well, speaking of time, that's all our time today on this episode of Laugh Support. I'm okay. June Colson with my amazing friend, Michelle Van Dusen. Thank you to Jennifer O'Brien. And y'all remember, Jesus and Junebug loves you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. And...